is up, everybody? This is Chris, and welcome to Lost in Comics, where we help you get lost on your comic journey. This is the Lost in Comics Top 3, where I tell you my three favorite comics, including the pick of the week that I read from a large stack of comics this week, and I rate them on a five jabroni scale. I'm going to tell you right now, this was a fantastic new comic book day. Some great, great reads. There's some weeks that are just a little bit rough, but this was not the case this week. This was a great week of comics, and I took on the task of choosing my favorite, which I am going to tell you here in just a moment. But before I tell you what my top three are, if you are watching this on Thursday, January 12th, tonight... Tonight, we are having the biggest show of the year, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the Lost in Comics Best of 2022 Comic Award Show. It is 17 categories, voted on by the comic community, presented by an all-star lineup of comic writers and comic artists. This is an event that you guys do not want to miss. Do not miss it. We will see you tonight. If you are watching this after Thursday, go back and do the rewatch. I promise you. You, it is worth your time. Let's get into the top three right now, starting with number three. And it is Dark Ride issue number four from Image Comics. We've got Joshua Williamson on writing, Andre Bresson on art, Andriano Lucas on colors, and Pat Brosso on letters. Devil Land is a horror-themed theme park that has been struggling to generate revenue, and while things have been all fun and games throughout the years, a death in the park reveals something sinister at work behind the scenes. This death leads to a boost in revenue, right? I mean, that's the way our culture and our society works, but what is happening at night when the doors to this park close? What is up with the Dante family who founded this park, and just how deep does this evil run? We're going to get a lot more answers in the second arc of what has become a book that I look forward to every single release week. In the back matter of issue number one, Josh Williamson talked about his fascination with theme parks, and you gotta love when a writer takes something that's near and dear to their heart that they really have a true passion and enjoyment for, and they build a brand new world around it. That is what this is. You can feel the passion behind Joshua Williamson's writing, and the art is fantastic, and it is my number three. I have given it a... You know, I absolutely love that book. Four. A 4.10. A 4.10 and a nice way to start off the top three. Which takes us to... And number two. Flash, issue number 790. DC Comics, Jeremy Adams on writing, Roger Cruz on art, colors by Matt Banning, and Wellington Diaz on letters. If you guys have been listening to me long enough, you know that I am a huge DC fan. I'm a Marvel fan as well, but I do think that DC has a better comic line at the moment. With that said, even I get a bit bogged down with the dark and ominous nature of many of the DC titles, especially lately with all the world-changing events, uh, you know, the crisis event, and now you've got the Lazarus stuff, but there is a nice, pleasant little pouch of positivity at DC, and it's displayed every issue a flash for as long as Jeremy Adams has been writing it. In this issue, an alien race is coming to Earth. They have destroyed many other worlds and are looking to do the same to our Earth. Except Earth has the Flash family. I'm telling you, we see all the various Flashes living their lives. Wally having a backyard barbecue. Barry's having a cozy dinner with Iris as she's questioning him. The Kid Flashes are stopping a robbery, having a little argument. Jay Garrick, he's having a drink. He's thinking about the past. And while all these things are going on, everything freezes. 
Literally, everything just freezes. All movement, it all stops. Conversations that were happening, everybody is just frozen. Which leads me to believe that maybe this alien race, they stop time. And that's how we're going to get our one-minute war. The Flash is the definition of how a comic book is supposed to be. A great story centered around great characters who are also centered. Action, adventure, humor, real life things at stake. It is all right here. The Flash. Jeremy Adams and Flash team, bravo to you guys. Excellent. I love this title. Uh, and I have given this book a... You know, huh? I absolutely love that book. Four. 4.25, a 4.25, and that is my number two pick of the week. And before I tell you the pick of the week, do me a solid, guys. Helps us out a lot here at the channel. It really, really does. Hit that like button. If you have a heart, we would really, really appreciate that. Uh, if you are new to Lost in Comics, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the fantastic content and every single week, this top three that we do. Uh, hit the bell notifications and you'll get notified every single time we release a video here. But without further ado, it is time for the It's the pick of the week, the pick of the week, pick of the week. And this week's pick of the week, Dream Master issue number two, Black Box Comics, Jonathan Hedrick on writing, art by Luigi Baraselli, colors by Ruben Curto, and letters by DC Hopkins. For someone like me that has always had a fascination with dreams and what is really happening while we sleep and while we dream, this book is pure cocaine. <laughs> Let your imagination run free while you're reading this. That is my tip. Um, hell, maybe when we dream, we enter the dream world like it's told in this book. But in this issue, an unsuspecting human makes their way into the world of dreams when he's tortured by a nightmare that feels like the world of Dark Ride that I just told you just a bit ago. Um, evil clowns, you got bloody meat hooks hanging from the ceiling, and there's got to be demons. How the heck is somebody supposed to survive this world? Well, that's what the Dream Master is there for. The protector of those who don't belong in the dream realm. People like you, people like me. The problem is there is another battle waging in this world between the Dream Master and the Queen of the Night, and an inevitable clash is coming. You know it's coming. In the last pages of issues one and two, you see something is brewing, and the Queen is, wants to have her way with the Dream Master. This book is so freaking good. Two issues in, both have been on my top three. Uh, if you are a fan of books like The Sandman, Slumber that came out last year from Image, or you're fascinated with the dream world like I am, you are gonna like this one. It is my pick of the week. Fantastic job. I've given this book a... You know, huh? I absolutely love that book. Four. A 4.5. What a great comic. Now let me give you some runner-ups, books that almost made the top three, but not quite. And my first runner-up is a book that I don't mention a lot around here, but it is I Am Batman issue number 17, DC Comics, John Ridley on writing, Christian Duce, Eduardo Pansica, and Julio Ferreira on art. But this might be my favorite issue of the I Am Batman run. There's been some good ones, but I felt like I could finally understand why Jace Fox is such a tortured character and why he makes a good compelling Batman. The Fox family secrets just continue to spill 
sellouts, and the secret in this issue has a real, life-changing effect on Jace, leaving him unsure what he's even fighting for. I Am Batman, really solid issue. My next runner-up, Mindset, issue number six, Zach Kaplan on writing. Of course, this is from Vault Comics. John Pearson on arts. Hassan Atzmain Elhau on letters. This was a top 25 book on my best of 2022 comics list for a reason, and it followed through with this conclusion, ultimately asking the same question that I have been feeling the entire time that I have read this series. For as much good as a mind-controlling app that helps you free yourself from the bondage of technology, how good is it really if it has to control your mind to do that? I really love this series and a book that is so relevant for our time. John Pearson's art was out of this world, and I am looking forward to seeing another book that he draws just like that. It is all about your mindset. And I have a ton of shout-outs this week. It was a strong new comic book day, like I mentioned earlier. We've got Bone Orchard Mythos, 10,000 Black Feathers, number five. I love this book. It's the last one of the 10,000 Black Feathers, uh, but there will be more from the mythology of Bone Orchard Mythos, but Je uh, Jeff Lemire, Andrea Soren Tino. So well done. I love, love, love that comic. Uh, Something's Killing the Children 28. Erica Slaughter is being put into a position she's never had to be in, and the stakes have never been higher. We're finally getting a more uh, build onto that story. I'm very excited for where that one's headed. Daredevil, issue number seven. I was starting to get a little burned out with the Daredevil being on that island that he's on uh, with the prisoners, but this issue really moved things along and got me back on board. Human Target, issue number 10. Three more days to live for Christopher Chance, and he wants to get to the bottom of what really happened to Guy Garner. Greg Smallwood, Greg Smallwood, Greg Smallwood. Man, that art is so freaking good. Nemesis Reloaded, issue number one. I have never read the original Nemesis, but after reading this first issue, I think I better go read it. A dark anti-hero or maybe just plain criminal, but I cannot wait to find out more about that series. And I'm just going to give you a quick, uh, some quick notes on some other popular books that came out this week. Amazing Spider-Man number 17. Somebody, please get us out of this dark web event. Amazing Spider-Man was a ton of fun before this event, and I am just not interested in seeing Peter and uh, J. Jonah Jameson in a literal limbo that Ben Riley has, has put them in. I'm hanging in there till we get out of this, but this one was not good for me. And then uh, DC Universe Lazarus Planet Alpha number one. Um, I do believe I will be skipping all of this. Uh, we're about to jump into the dawn of DC books, and I am just not interested in another event where the world is getting bombarded by cataclysmic changes in the weather due to a massive volcano erupting, all dating back to when Batman went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Niza. I don't know. I think I'm just getting a little burned out with all the events just coming out of the crisis event that we were in. Fast forward to Donna of DC, please. Por favor, por favor. Uh, do you agree with my picks? What books are you enjoying to start off the year 2023? Are you enjoying ASM, Dark Web? Let me know in the comments below. I will see you for the Lost in Comics Award Show tonight. And as always, stay lost in comics.